Right. Today, I'm doing a podcast with my lovely, lovely friend, Holly. She is absolutely amazing. We met at SSC. Everyone should know my name because this is my podcast. So I'm going to jump straight into it. She is a beautiful soul. We met at SSC and she is the life of the entrepreneurs of school. We have so much fun. She's not just beautiful. She's very intelligent as well. I would like for you, Holly, to explain yourself and your journey, please. Okay. Wow. You, that is a beautiful setup, and you're amazing too. Thank you. Oh, that's well. Yeah. Where do I go from there? Jesus Christ, that is a setup. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. So, so my name is Holly Hutchinson, and I'm a fierce and proud 31-year-old transgender woman. Mm-hmm. Um, now. I am somebody who isn't afraid to take risks. Uh, I've been through a lot in my life. Um, I also made history last year by being the first ever trans person to take part on Channel 4's FSC Dead Wings. Woo! The, the scary thing about that was that there was 37,000 people who actually wanted to sign up for that and do it, but somehow I got on there. <laughs> um, so that was pretty awesome. Well, it, it wasn't at the time, but <laughs> looking back on it, it was. But I, my journey kind of started about, I'd say, four years ago, when I kind of officially knew that, you know, I was trans and that I wasn't going to lose them and, and that I, I wanted to do something about it. So, you know, before I kind of started my journey, I was a very angry person. You know, I, I was really hot-headed. Really, the slightest thing would set me off. Wow. And I knew that things had to change because my dad said to me, and I'll never forget this, if you don't change, you're either going to end up dead or in prison. And the thing was, I had a good job, had friends. You know, life was good, but I just wasn't happy. I kind of just thought about it more and more. I just knew that I had to accept this reality that I was trans and um, just come out and tell the world. So that's exactly what I did. Came out to my parents and yeah, they they accepted it. It was quite hard for the first year. Um, we really struggled as a family to just kind of work it out. But now everything's great. How did um, you know you was trans? Sorry, how did you know? Like what? What made you feel like it's, that? It's, it's, like it's really hard to explain because I remember, like, even as a kid when I was, like, three years old and stuff, just being drawn to female clothing and sort of wanting to dress up. And then it was kind of going through school. I just didn't click with the guys. So, you know, I, I'm six or four, so everybody expected me to be a strong, masculine sort of tough kid but I just didn't sort of click with the guys and I didn't want to do like manly things mm. and so it was kind of always at the back of my mind and it was kind of always there but I think it was just I just didn't want to accept it and it wasn't until I was about 26 that I actually was like okay this is it you know this if everything else is good in my life but this has always been with me and I just need to accept it. So that's kind of what I did. Um, yeah. 
It's mad it's that you said that, you was very it. angry because I know you to be the the light of the house. So you have proper done a three sixty, haven't you? Really? Yeah, you're so I, nice I, person. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still have like it's still there a little bit, but you know, I, I've really sort of had to work around it. Mm. And when I look back at it, a lot of that anger was there because of. I had this sense of secret and I felt like I couldn't tell the world. Yeah. And it was, but as soon as I kind of told the world, all that anger, it kind of strained out of me. Mm. Um, yeah. Now, now I'm not an angry person. Um, I do have my moments, but we all do because we're human. That's right. But yeah, no, definitely done a 360. Um, Excellent. So let me tell you a little bit more about Holly. Um, actually, I shouldn't really say, but she, she's so confident. Like it's unbelievable how confident you are, Holly. I mean, I'm a confident person, but you are just like pow, 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 woo! And I love that because you shine. You make everybody shine as well. Like the amount of things that we have done on the SSC, like self love, self improvement with our businesses. It's just amazing, like, even when I could ring you up and I was saying, look, I'm doing a podcast, how do you think certain things will go? You had time for me to answer my questions, you had time as well to make me learn different strategies that I wasn't thinking, so I appreciate you, Holly. Oh, and I, you know, I appreciate you as well because, you know, if you think about it, what, six months ago, we never met. Yeah, no. But at our last face to face, you were catching me off a chair in a trust ball. <laughs> so that, that, that kind of shows you how far we've come, doesn't it? It does, it does. Anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about what Holly's been getting up to. Please let them know about your business strategies and all the things you've been doing because it's amazing, guys. Come on. Okay. So, basically, so. My when I started transitioning, I'd always been drawn to the circus and the kind of wanting to hang upside down and do crazy stuff. So I thought, okay, well I'm trans, and this is why I'm so confident now that where I am, because the reality is, and this was like proven when I was in Nottingham yesterday. Um, I went to drop off some papers, blisters for our new building, which I'll come on to. And as I was walking down the street, a group of, gen- well, I don't want to say gentlemen, but a group of guys, this is in Nottingham City Centre, so a big city that boasts a lot about being LGBT friendly. Um, I was walking right in the city centre, and a group of guys pointed at me um, and went, look, that's a man, that's disgusting, that's going to get murdered. Mm-mm. So this is why every day, I potentially see it, you know, I don't know if I'm going to go to the shops and get beaten up or stabbed or something. So that's why I'm very kind of confident. And that's why when I transitioned, um, or started transitioning, I was like, you know what? I'm sick of being quiet. You know, I'm on this planet once, so I'm going to get up there and I'm going to live it. Go for it. So I started to call pole an aerial journey. And... It was actually for the first time in my life I was actually really good at something. 
Mm. Um, you know, I was winning competitions. I'm a five-time champion. I worked professionally. I gigged up and down the country. Um, so in lockdown, I'd rather than being sad and alone because I live on my own. I'm single. Um, I thought, let's use my skills and try and help people. So I started teaching some online fitness classes for aerialists and sort of pole dancers who didn't have access to the equipment they needed but wanted to stay in shape at home. Um, so we started in those for free and then he kind of said, why don't you sort of turn it into a business and um, let's, you know, make it a thing. So I was like, okay, okay. So in January last year, I created Circus Strong CIC. Um, and basically, we are a safe space for anybody really, but predominantly um, for the LGBT community to come and exercise and learn aerial circus. So, you know, we, we give people the chance to come and learn aerial circus, but more than anything, we give them that judgment-free space to be themselves and stay active, as opposed to going to a gym where they're likely going to be harassed and face verbal abuse. Um, and we, you know, it, it's literally exploded. We started on Zoom, just doing some classes, and then we got a £10,000 grant from the um, Seven Train Community Fund in August last year. So we were able to take it face-to-face and actually teach people in person on circus equipment. Um, and then, this is a bit that I'm really excited about, we have now found a permanent home in Ashbourne and building. So that's it. We, we get the keys tomorrow. Like Legally, it is ours as of about an hour ago. But legally, we get the keys tomorrow and officially we're going to have our own permanent space wow that is amazing that's it i mean we're you know in that space we're going to have equipment permanently rigged we're going to have a bouldering wall we're going to have a crossfit gym and you know the principle is still the same it is a safe space for people to be themselves no fear no harassment you to come and do you. So it doesn't matter if you're a female so looking somewhere to get fit without being harassed by males. Um, I'm, I'm not saying all males do that. I'm not saying because there are a lot of lovely males out there. But, you know, some, some people want that. And, you know, if you're LGBT, then just come and, you know, learn circus, get to hang upside down or come and do a bit of CrossFit. And you know that, you know, you're not going to get any trouble. Because if you do, they're going to have to face me. Oh. And I'm a six-foot-four muscle queen, so, <laughs> yeah. All right, does I, that... I've been yelled at by... That's it. I mean, I've been yelled at by Aunt Middleton, so... <laughs> I think I'll be all right. <laughs> Is there an age group for this? Or, you know, can they be four? Well, or... So, this this is a quite scary bit for me. <laughs> Um, so predominantly, we've generally just been teaching 16 plus um, at the face face, but we're actually going to be introducing classes for youth. So on Mondays and Wednesdays, we're going to have a teen class of 13 to 16 year olds. 
and they were going to have a kids' class for eight to twelve-year-olds as well on a Monday. Um, and the Baldwin Wall from three till six p.m. Monday to Friday is going to be just for the youth. So you know, age-wise, pretty much eight is a minimum. Um, but there isn't really a kind of barrier. You know, it doesn't matter if you're 60 or you're 40 or you're 20 or you're 12. You know, we, we're trying to make it as inclusive as we can be. Um, and one of the amazing things that's happened recently is we've actually just had £10,000 awarded from the National Lottery Community Fund. Wow. Um, which is incredible because we're going to be able to deliver three hour over the next 12 months which isn't going to cost the participants anything but it's going to allow them to get a 20 minute cardio workout and then a sort of 40 minutes of social socializing and you know to have chats get advice so you know if you're a parent and sort of you think that maybe your child is gay trans whatever and you don't know how to approach it and you want to speak to somebody about it these sessions are for you if you're trans and you feel alone or, you know, you're waiting to go to a gender clinic and you just need some support, these sessions are for you. If you're gay and you're not quite sure how to come out or worried about how your parents are going to react, these sessions are for you. So, you know, to get get that funding secured for the three years to deliver that at no cost, I, I can't wait for those. Um, that's going to be awesome. You are killing the game right now. Killing the game. Killing the game. So, what would be your young, your younger self? If someone looking back saying, "I wish I could be like Holly," what would what would you say to someone in your situation? And they're young children, and they're stuck, and they can't show. You know, they can't tell their parents. Their friends don't. You know, they can't tell their friends. What would you say to your future self, if you could, about coming out? So, I think the one thing, you see, because I was a child of the 90s, it, when I was a teen and stuff, there wasn't any a lot of support out there. Like, you couldn't just go and Google it. You, know, you had to go to a centre or something. So, I think if we were in the modern times, then the first thing I'd say is you're not alone. You know, you're not alone. Um, while you are unique, there's a lot of sort of trans, gay, lesbian people out there. They do not think for a second you're alone. And the second thing I'd say to myself is the sooner you can speak to somebody about it, the sooner you can start to deal with it. Because if you don't, what will happen is you might end up doing what I did, it's getting really angry. Yeah. And that will cost you relationships, it will cost you friends. Um, so, assuming, you, you know, I wish I had the chance to speak to someone or go to the facility like a stronger at an earlier age and just get that sort of social circle set. Mm. Because I know for a fact that if I didn't start Poland Aerial, um, because it's such an accepting community, you know, they, like, I took a private on my first ever lesson, the lady called Alicia, um, and to this day, she still teaches me, she's one of my best friends, and she really sort of helped me find my voice. Um, 
So just being around people who were able to accept me, it's what sort of helped me become this sassy, confident person that is quite loud, is quite confident, quite brash, but, you know, that's who I am. Mm. Um, so, yeah, definitely just have a Google, find a support group. Obviously, if you're in Ashbourne or you're able to get to Ashbourne, come and see us from May the 16th. Um, you know, even if you just want to come in for a coffee and a chat, we have a very much open door policy that if somebody needs help or just wants to chat, then, you know, they're welcome um, and we'll do what we can do. If we can't help you, which I doubt, or, you know, you need something really specialist, then we've got contacts that we can always, um, you know, get you in contact with the right people at least. But just try not to bottle it up. Just you're not alone. Just make sure that you find something like Surf Strong. Um, you know, whether it's your local LGBT organisation or it's just a friend that you trust, just speak to somebody about it sooner rather than later. Um, because the worst case scenario is if you don't speak and, you know, you just bottle it up, then, you know, suicide is a real thing. Mm. Unfortunately, in the transgender community especially, it's quite a common occurrence. Mm. Um, I was going to ask you another question as well. How do you build up resilience? Because obviously I'm going through it now. It's one of the hardest things when you're sort of, you know, in our position where we're both trying to set up something for the good of the community. It can be quite lonely because all you do is eat, work, maybe get a bit of sleep um, and, and you know it's seven days a week and especially if you've got kids to look after it's really draining yeah, yeah. so the thing I think one of the things that really helped me is you, when I accepted that you know you're going to have good days and bad days but, and it's not because you're weak it's just because you're a human being and you know we're not robots programmed to be perfect 24-7 Mm. Um, where you know you're gonna have those bad days, and the key to it is to say, "Yeah, I'm having a bad day, but that's okay." So all I've got to do is just get through today, and then wake up tomorrow. And literally, I, it sounds really silly, but what I do every day is, as I'm sort of rising up like a zombie in the morning, sort of stumbling around and crashing into things. Um, I always just say to myself, okay, stay positive. I stay positive, good things will happen. Mm. And I swear the universe does listen because the days when I remember to say that, usually something good does happen. Mm. So, and the other thing as well is, you know, keep speaking to people. Because I think, you know, if you're like me and you sort of, you love your work or, you know, your work is very demanding and it's 24-7. Um, it can be quite easy to become quite sort of, sort of like, sort of um, hide away from people. Mm. So quite introverted and just bury your head in the sand. But, you, you know, make sure that, you know, at least one day a week you make that effort to either go to something that's social or pick up the phone and have, a Zoom call or a phone call with somebody. You know, don't don't just text people. Actually, 
hear their voices because it helps a lot. And yeah, just you know, do, throughout years, there's going to be good days and bad days. Just accept that you're going to have the bad days, and then when you do have the good day, make sure you celebrate it. That's true. You know, That's true. Just, every little victory celebrate it whether that's you've achieved what you said you were going to do today like you know you said I'm going to email this business to try and forge a relationship um, if you've done it give yourself a pat on the back because you did something yeah, and when you start doing these sort of little pats on the back you actually realise you're doing a hell of a lot and that kind of helps you keep going yeah you're so right you know because sometimes even the little things you forget about it's only the big things you reward yourself and you are right even emails networking meeting somebody it it does mean a lot and we should learn to um self-love more pat on the back get your nails done get your hair done you know little things like that even paint your toes yourself just think oh man i'm still that i'm still that that girl, you know, I'm yeah. still that boss. I'm that sassy one. <laughs> yeah, man. That's great. You, you know, you're still you. Just just yeah. because you got a business to go as well. You know, you're still you at the end of the day. So, you know, be like me. Be very sort of, yeah, I am good. Because you know, if you don't, then you'll just always focus on negative. Yeah. Don't be afraid to, you know, give yourself that pat on the back. You know, everybody's going to have those good days and bad days just everything is victory you know if you're like me and you, you have those mental health issues where you're susceptible to depression um thoughts of suicide it's really important to just make sure that you're celebrating each day and just you know try try and find something to celebrate mm. whether it's if you're like me you're really messy i'll tell you what you would hate my apartment like you, you'd have a heart attack. Um, it's so messy. Is it so organised mess? I was, <laughs> not even organised mess. It's just mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Oh dear! Yeah. So I, I, I give myself a pat on the back when I sort of do my washing or I fold something, which sounds really stupid, but because I'm a very disorganised person on the kind of home front. Mm. You know, for me, actually, putting washing in, doing some folding, the big thing. Yeah, I get, yeah, I get. Yeah. But then on your business side, you're very active, so I think you can't have everything. You are either good at this, or you're good at that, or you're not at this, or you're not at that. Do you know what I mean? It's it's trying to find that balance yeah. as well. That's it. You know, I, I know what my strengths are. And I think this is the other thing that kind of helps with mental resilience is, you know, having a weakness doesn't mean you're a failure. It's we've all got weaknesses. Um, So, for example, in business, I'm not great at social media, you know, which is why I've got a business partner who handles that and I'm banned from (laughs) posting the social media stuff because I'm that bad at it. (laughs) But, But I accept that. You know, I know I'm bad at it. I don't particularly want to do it. So I accept that. Mm. I also know that, you know, I'm I'm not great at timekeeping. <laughs> and I don't feel bad about it. I just accept that that's a part of me. No, you should be trying to improve that. 
Can't I just rock up in well, you- 20 minutes late? Like, oh, gosh, I got drunk last night. <laughs> well, no, I was actually on time. No, was you were. It was the day was. after, weren't it? <laughs> Seed, what? Say that again. I, I was just going to say, um, it, you know, it, well, so we, we all have the weaknesses, and just if you're going to beat yourself up over them, you're going to start feeling pretty bad. So just embrace your weaknesses and say, you know what, I'm not great at this, but if I want to get better, I, I can, you know. Because otherwise, we'd all be robots, basically, mm. with no personality. And it, it would be like the Terminator movie. <laughs> you know, it would be like the personalities versus the robot. Yeah, so, true. Know, don't, don't be a robot. Don't be, don't be a robot in a world full of personalities. You know, being a rainbow at the minute in a, is a world full of a lot of demon gloom. Yeah. You know, just, just let that... Let your positives speak for themselves. Own your positives. So I know I am a kick-ass and great aerialist. I am great at hanging upside down. I am terrible at handstands, though. And I know I'm terrible at them. But I accept it. I'm good at handstands. So I, I do. Well, you know what we're doing at the next face-to-face episode. <laughs> I'll do your handstand, no problem. Well, you saw my cartwheel, though. My cartwheel was quite fly. Yeah, your cartwheel was good. I'll yeah. give you that. Oh, gosh. I can, I can cartwheel. Yeah, you I can. I cartwheel into a handstand. Oh, gosh. Right, we're not going to do a challenge now, but I will say this, oh. though, Holly. Um, what do you think? Because obviously you've got so much confidence. Do people try? Do people get jealous and envious of you? I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think I've been, you know, really lucky because I've been quite support. Like, had a really good support network, and also like I've always sort of kept my body in check. And I think the people that know me they know that I haven't kind of been given any of this I've had to work for everything mm. um, and you know they, they know how much hard work it's taken to get to this point so I think more people are supportive um, but I think yeah there probably will be some haters out there but you know there's always haters um, well, my model is if you ain't got no haters, you ain't doing it right. So you got to have someone well, hating you. You know, you got to kick some ass. Oh, you got to kick some bum. Yeah. 
You know, you got to get someone turn around. Oh, think, Who does she think she is? Yes, I'm that one. I'm the boss. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah you're, you're always gonna face haters. You know, you're never gonna be everybody's cup of tea. No, you know. There's always gonna be somebody out there who's gonna want to sort of um, bring you down. Yeah. And all you've got to just make sure is. You know, you you do you, and the chances are, if they're trying to bring you down and jealous or hating you, it's because there's some inadequacy that they've got and they just want to feel better about themselves. Mm. So usually, the ones that shout the loudest and hate the most are the ones that are most insecure. Yeah, very true about that as well. You're very true there. So, you know, you could... It's it's hard to ignore it because obviously you know if it's in your face and you're seeing it, it's going to bring you down. But you know if you can develop those social networks, they you know it's so easier then to rise above it. Mm. But one tip I will give everybody is, you know, if you're walking down the street and you get any verbal abuse, the key to it is to just keep walking. Don't look. They don't respond, and that will drive them insane. So, yeah. you know, just keep walking, keep going. That will annoy the hell out of them. Keep being um, fabulous as well. Yeah, just sort of own it. Just keep walking, keep being you, keep that head up, and, you know, that will do their nothing because they want that reaction, but they're not getting it. So, yeah. you know, obviously don't, don't be too cocky and... <laughs> Yeah, so what I was going to say, let's just wrap this up now because obviously you've got things to do and I've had things to do. Um, I'm going to do a part two to this as well because I don't think there's a lot of help for transgenders that they can go back and listen to. So they could always have you on there as well. So um, when you're free, I would like you to come back again if that's possible. Holly? I would love to. You know, yeah. like we're, we're here to support each other. So, Excellent. Um, you know, I'm more than happy to sort of support you and keep, keep the sort of sharing the love, basically, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, lovely having you again, Holly, and thank you for your kind words as well and helping people that are in the community um and letting them know that there is somewhere to go and tell a little bit about your story because that was very warm you know not a lot of people can come on there and be honest and i appreciate your honesty so like i said holly i want to wrap this up um is there anything you'd like to say before we wrap this up and go i think as a leaving note for today mm-hmm. i'll just say the world is gonna stare so just give them a reason to stare oh i love that be fabulous oh i love that Give them a reason yeah. to stare because they're going to stare anyway. Okay, love it. Right, thank you so much for your time, Holly, and I will see you soon, yeah? No worries, hon. Thank you, bye. All right, thank you.